Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. You should have been pulled in the forefront they have faith in you. You should have been pulled in the fifth that they had faith in you. And you. You are now locked into the latest edition of the Lotso Podcast. <laughs> That's right, we're back for another year. 2022 is going to be better than ever. Deary and Gobier in your face all season long. We're going to talk about catching up, getting to know each other once again. It's been a long time since we've had this chance to talk. And we're going to take advantage of it. So strap yourself in for the best, or at least the most entertaining fantasy baseball podcast in the business. There's no doubt about it. We bring the fun. We put fun in the funk. It's what we're all about. It's what we do best. So sure, we'll talk about some fantasy baseball stuff, but there's a lockout going on and we're not going to live in denial. Not today. Not now. Here we go, you sons of bitches. It's time for the Palazzo Podcast. Take it away, boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look who's here. It's your Palazzo Podcast, buddies. Woohoo, yippee. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're here, ready to rock. Bob Saget, rest in power. It's not your fault. You had a tough break. I learned that you're supposed to really hook people in right away. So in the first 30 seconds, we have to be do something amazing. Deary, is this show going to be incredible? Don't tell them what's going to be on it. Just tease them right now. It's going to be incredible, right? It's going to be. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. This is replacing the Golden Globes. It's the Plaza Paz. Now that that is canceled, Plaza Paz 2022 debut show of the new year. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, I'm excited to be here too. Me and Deary doing our first show of 2022. It feels good. Yeah, and it feels good to be here. So we hope you guys had a wonderful, wonderful. (laughs) Whoa. Wow. I just did a whole podcast, so my voice is already a little uh, little spent. That's what I know. Bedtime for Jasper, but he's saying hi. Hey, good night, Jasper. Sleep well. Rest in power, my friend. Everyone's got a busy day tomorrow. So we're going to do a show. We're going to talk about dead. fantasy baseball. Mike, he's not dead. Oh. You stay resting in power and someone passes, man. Come on. You're right. You're right. I'm Jasper's sorry. Jasper's here yeah. with us. He's just going to take a night-night. Bob Saget just died. I'm thinking about that, too. So it's complicated. Oh, Bob Saget! So remember that we do a show. Oh, Travis is here. Travis is trying to do the crossover with <laughs> Cine Palazzo, which will happen next week. The Cine Palazzo podcast. Good night, Jasper. Yes. 
Travis, very sweet of you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so we're doing uh, Deary on the Cinema 9 show next week. He's going to be our guest to talk about the movie Swingers. Does it hold up or not? And Deary, why'd you choose that movie? Well, it's a movie that I absolutely loved in uh, late high school and early college. I seem to watch it maybe two, three times a week. And it's been probably 15 years since I've seen it. So it's kind of the best part of uh, Does It Hold Up? As you go back into the catalog and see, uh, check in on something that was an old classic for yourself. So I'm really interested to check it out. I'll probably watch it a couple times this week. So uh, yeah, check in next Thursday, right around 7 o'clock, most likely, for the Cinema 9 Pod. I will make my debut. It's a doozy. <laughs> It'll be a doozy for sure. I can't wait for it. That's going to be awesome. We'll talk movies with Chris Deary and the Cinema 9 Pod with my pals, Travis and Eric. We love doing that show. If you like movies, check out the Cinema 9 Podcast. Cinema 9 Pod everywhere. The YouTube channel, sub it. Speaking of subs, you guys have really kicked it up on this channel a tremendous amount. We'll talk about that momentarily. But uh, first, of course, it's the new year. Baseball's here. We're going to talk about 300 to 450 ADP. We had a really, really honest request from a friend of mine, Woody. Love Woody, by the way. And Woody wanted somebody in the fantasy baseball realm to be talking about what's going on between those rounds in 15-teamers or 12-teamers from like 25 to 40. We're talking deep drafted holds, big-time drafts where you have a big roster, a best ball that's like 46. I got a best ball that's going on right now that I started at first pitch Arizona that oh just God. resumed two days ago, dearie. That's so three, That's three months ago you were there. I know. It's great. I was like, who the hell's on this team? I have no fucking clues on this team right now. So we will cover that as well. And we're going to talk about the lockout. You know, how do we feel about it? We'll talk about our excitement for baseball. Are we excited? Is there passion? Are we kind of floating around? Kind of like, I don't know what to do quite just yet. Should you put big ass money on the line right now with some uncertainty in the air? Like the main event? Are you going to play the biggest, biggest? Fantasy baseball tournament in the galaxy, the $125,000, $150,000 overall prize for the main event on NFBC.com with the lockout that is still ongoing? I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about that. That's very, very questionable. But, Deary, it's uh, the new year, so how do you feel about baseball right now? I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest NFL guy. Obviously, we had an unbelievable college football run this year living in Ann Arbor, making it to the playoff and then getting murdered by Georgia. But it's fine. I didn't expect us to get that far anyways. I thought we'd be a seven, eight win team that we made it that far. So that's in the can for the season. Sure. I'll watch some NFL this weekend, but uh, it's baseball time, man. I haven't even started my research. I just started my baseball research today, actually. So I've really kind of put it on the wow. back burner, but now it's full start. Now that January's hit. It... this is kind of how it was Aim last high. year too. I didn't start till, till probably early January, but then it was couple hours a day so i will certainly be diving very deep in i've been staying up real late lately just kind of the way my schedule has worked out my wife's got a new job so she's in bed at 10 so from 10 to like midnight maybe even 2 a.m sometimes i got plenty Ooh. of time to do my research so i'm gonna dive in deep i'm gonna wait on my draft still i'll probably wait till you know maybe early february to start drafting do some mocks here and there but uh i gotta make sure i'm ready because it's gonna be a wild season if we get there in half a season Oh, God. Let's kill. No, I agree. I, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? I'm excited to have you back, though. I'm glad we're here doing our thing. This is what we do here. We talk baseball. It's the Plazo Podcast. Two L's and two Z's, of course. You talk. Give me two. Give it two. Plazo Podcast Twitter handle. We cracked 1,100 followers recently. That's pretty cool. Wow. 
I mean, we wouldn't even try that hard on that Twitter handle, frankly. We never, I mean, I don't think Jerry's ever even posted anything. Once I'm trying on to get the- my lighting going on in here. I don't know what's going on here. Well, now you look, you, know, you look okay now. You have to, yeah, there you go. You're kind of, you I can hear. see the D clearly. That Detroit English D is real clear back there. I don't know it's where obvious. to put this lamp. Yeah, fight the right spot for you. At any okay, rate, that works. Thank you. Yeah, okay, you like that now. So yeah. he's got the oh, English team. For those of you that are watching the live stream, which you can all watch our live stream of our shows, Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Uh, and you can do that Give me two. on the YouTube channel, which you guys have blown up. So thank you for that. Just subscribe to it. Find a playlist you like. You like songs. We got stupid songs. We got all the podcast episodes on a specific playlist just for you. Uh, we haven't done much baseball coverage so far. Like Deary said, he's ready. He's excited. I have been chilling. I did do the CBS podcast. So shout out to Frank and everybody at the CBS Fantasy Baseball Podcast. That was a cool moment to do that. The fact that it happened uh, still is kind of weird. I did it last month in December. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm on the CBS podcast. It was really cool. So if you're new to the show because you listen to that pod and you're here now, thank you so much. I mean this genuinely and sincerely. We don't lie. We're authentic dudes. Me and Deary are old friends. We've known each other for a long time. We have the same birthday, August 22nd. So we're all about just having a good time, but teaching you guys and learning from you so that we can make money in the end. It's all about making money and making new friends. Right, Deary? It's about making new friends, new connections. Uh, I don't care about the money aspect, but I want to be a winner. That's for sure. Well, you want to make the listeners money. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't care about my Okay, good. I don't care about my bank account. I know nothing, you, yeah. yeah. In it. <laughs> right. That, yeah, that's a very different story. I agree. But the people <laughs> who are part of the Palazzo podcast, our Palazzo pals, they like making squilla. So, hey, Brian K. Rodman, good to see you. Brian has been a dedicated, longtime listener of the Palazzo podcast. <laughs> Shout out to you, Brian. Brian says, have a great day. The boys are back with a heart emoji. Thank you so much, Brian. You're the man, Brian. Brian and his son are sports experts. They know what they're talking about. So follow them on Twitter as well. So many people to follow, so many people to connect with. Uh, Patrick Ryan, who was the only guy who paid us, well, he paid me, to do a podcast about his fantasy league last year. That was really cool. So the Molson Triple X League, shout out to you guys. Hope you guys are having a great 2022 as you get going and whenever your season starts. Uh, Deary, why would anybody rush to draft right now? I mean, this was a main point that I had last season is, is why are people drafting this early? I had a couple drafts in, in early February last year and I ended up drafting guys who didn't even end up on teams. I mean, I was seeing some uh, tweets out there from a few guys that drafted John Lester, obviously very, very late, but John Lester has retired since then. You know, I mean, there's a bunch of free agents still out there. Um, you're drafting now because you got the itch, man. You just can't wait to get in there. <laughs> and obviously the best part of the season is drafting without a doubt. So, uh, um, I'm, I myself am going to wait, uh, but I have no problem if you want to go out there and draft now, I wouldn't see myself putting up, you know, any words upwards to like four or $500 for a draft right now. Cause there's a lot that still needs to shake out. God damn it. I got to fix this lighting. I need a lighting guy <laughs> pissing me off. Hang in there. You're doing okay. You're doing all right. Uh, that segues into business time. Time to do some housekeeping, talk it over, oh, take care works. of your lighting during oh, this. Uh, this is better. Is that, I'm good. Is that what you want? Yeah, Did you find I'm it? Good. I'm good. Yeah. Draft yeah, you now if you, want, if you don't want to draft. Fine. You got a nice light to shine right on that dome. It looks beautiful. And you can see the English D looks fantastic. It's business time. It's housekeeping. That means, hey, guys, we got a lot to cover. Thank you. This is the Rotor Fanatic supported podcast. Rotofanatic.com is a company that is about fantasy baseball. Go to rotofanatic.com. 
I still own it with a couple of sweet dudes like Matt Williams and Paul Mamino and Crosby Spencer. I love these guys. They're awesome. We're still doing new content. Again, I know I'm pushing a lot of shit on you guys. It's getting really exhausting. Oh, Yes, I know. Yes, I, I would say the same thing, frankly. But uh, we're doing tiers of each positional rankings, dearie. So we just did the catcher tiers, and that is now available on the Rotofanatic YouTube channel. So if you want to see me and Paul and Mr. Dr. Mike Carter and Davey Funnel and Matt Williams talk about catcher tiers, we broke them down bit by bit. Then you can do so on the Road of Fanatic YouTube. Uh, is catcher tears something that excites you? I'm a big believer in tears. Starting with catcher is fun because it's a, it's an interesting position. And there's there's some guys that have made moves here in the offseason, moved to new teams. Guys that maybe we loved last year who may be falling back this year. So, uh, yeah, tears is the way to go in terms of figuring out how you're going to draft guys, positioning and all that stuff. So starting with catchers, I'm all about it. All right. Well, they heard it right from his mouth. The legend himself, Christopher Deary, speaks freely and openly on the show, just like I do. And tiers are the way to go. Rankings are cool, but tiers could really give you a nice structure of a, an assortment of dudes to choose from. Like, here's a bunch. Here's another bunch. Here's a lesser bunch, and so on and so forth. So I agree with that. We're doing that at Rota Fanatic YouTube channel. Check it out. Uh, the first base one will come out next. The catcher one is now available. Sub that channel, too. Just All you got to do is hit a button. and You don't have to pay money. It's all free. Everything we do is free all the time. It's ridiculous. The trophy for the Palazzo Podcast Invitational. Now, I've got this guy in Livonia is working on it, so it is actually getting done now. We're sorry that we didn't get it done sooner. We should have. It's our fault. We shit the bed. No, no, no. It's my fault. <laughs> it's, okay. We all know it's my fault. You could throw me under the bus. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, uh, I blew it. You, you didn't blow it. It just didn't work out for you. That's all, right? Correct. Yeah, you got dealt right a bad back. hand. I gotta go grab man. something real quick. He's got to grab something. He got dealt a bad hand. The trophy didn't work out. <laughs> I'm but not the ready trophy for is... the, new, the new the new year. Apparently, he's it, yeah. Oh, his mind is blown right now. He's so excited. He's gonna poop his pants. He's got to wipe his ass now. He's gonna change his underwear. It's gonna be a few minutes. So, at any rate, the trophy will come. And Richard Sands won the Palazzo Podcast Invitational, which we will do. In February. Last year, we did it in February. So we're going to do it again in February, if that's cool with you guys. Love it. It's a great opportunity to play against some really quality competition. You can also win money. And with the overall and the individual league component, that's always just another avenue. So if you like to compete, I know you guys do. I love to compete. It's fun. I like to win money, too. So all of those things together are what the Palazzo Podcast Invitational are all about. We'll have a trophy. We'll have cash. And Richard Sands is going to defend his title against everybody. Last year, we had 60 participants. I'm hoping that maybe we can get it to 80 or 100 this year. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But it will be on NFBC.com again, just to let you guys know. So if that bums you out, if you live in a state like Washington, sorry, Sam. Sorry, Mike. Uh, sorry, Mikey. Some of the other guys who get kind of screwed in those states where they can't access NFBC. I feel bad for you. But, you know, Derek helped us out last year. We're going to continue to do it there. So, nothing personal. We still love you. And then Richard Sands wrote about his experience, and I want to post that link here and direct you guys to it on Baseball Pods' website. So Chris Ma, Chris Ma, shout out to Chris Ma, shout out to Richard Sands. Chris Ma is Baseball Pods. If you don't know what Baseball Pods is, then you are living under a rock, my friend, because he's like the uh, ombudsman. He's the dude. He's the guy who loves baseball podcasts, fantasy baseball podcasts, plays it himself, has his own website, which is baseball-pods.com. 
And he supports every show, including our show, of course. But he supports everybody and anybody from Dynasty to Head to Head to whatever type of fantasy baseball league it is. He is always retweeting about shows that he listens to because he listens to every podcast on like 10 times speed, dear. He's crazy. He just loves this stuff. He can't help himself. He's the Don King of the fantasy baseball podcast world, except he's a man with a real, real nice heart. And all he wants to do is just promote all the amazing stuff that is being done in this community. So shout out to Chris Marr. He's amazing. Love baseball pods. There it is. Deary speaks very well when it comes to from the heart. And baseball pods, Chris Marr is the man. He is the shit. Shiznit, too. So I'm popping this in the live chat. Check out this article that Richard Sands wrote personally by himself about winning the Palazzo Podcast Invitational. I mean, how fucking cool is that, Deary? He gave up, he's given up all his secrets, but what a nice guy. Like, I mean, it's great because he talks about things that, like, he, like, probably reached on some guys, things that just didn't work out, guys that got injured early. And, you know, he stuck to the grindstone all year long and ended up with the first championship. He's always going to remember that one, the inaugural champion. There he is. There he is. He's Russell! Here. There he is. Woo! Russell Withers! Oh, say it! Fucking A, Russell. Russell has been, I mean, Brian K. Rodgerman, I love you, but Russell's been here really since like the first time we ever did a show. Russell, we love you. You do the Palazzo Podcast gifts, which are always related to that stupid-ass movie, Master Commander. Thank you for those, Russell. Keep pumping those out all year long. I love I just said pooping. Keep pumping those. Oh, I wanted pooping. to say pumping them up. pumping. I wanted to say popping or pumping, and I said pooping. What are those like, things you used to eat? Puffins? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You remember those? Yeah. Yeah. That was a like, very brief time. <laughs> like 10 yeah, that ago. was a weird... Puffins are a supposedly health food cereal that you get at Trader Joe's, and I was eating them like out of the box for a bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Puffins. That was a very, very brief time in my life. It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, oh, Brian loves Russell, so there you go. Boom. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, Brian. So at any rate, I put the link there. Please read Richard's article on Baseball Pods' website. They're both great dudes. So by reading the article, you're also supporting Chris's website. That's a win, win, win. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. It's a doozy. <laughs> and then I did an article in the FTN Draft Guide, which is created by Vlad Settler, the king himself, <laughs> the lord, the king of the north, the master of all. He surveys when it comes to gambling, fantasy sports. He's incredible. And he allowed me to write an article about head-to-head. You believe that, dearie? Hey, man. When... The amount of work that you put in last year in terms of getting your name out there, not only just being like the ultimate bozo that you are that we all love, but just like the content and the things that you were talking about in terms of, you know, baseball, like you're not a you're not an amateur at this shit. So you you certainly have elevated yourself to being a pro. Obviously, Vlad has seen that as long as many other people in the community. So I think it's awesome that he included you in this uh in this uh what what that nf i'm sorry i'm so ftn's ftn in, five in the tool. FT, yeah in the ftn FD. po- uh five tool i i haven't did a podcast in a while i, I gotta get back into <laughs> this man it's like i'm total amateur out here but yeah Vlad obviously saw how your value to the community and it's so sweet that you're uh you're in there you're like a public man now give me two i yeah oh, i i write i wrote all football season for fan tracks too doing football stuff so yeah i what I'm was, a published what was guy. that experience like? <laughs> that was fun. Uh, uh, it was cool. It was a lot of work because you had to put... I did a fab article every week, so I had to knock that out constantly. And it was challenging when the, the time came to do it, but I liked doing it. I did. Okay. I'm glad Good. I did it. So I'll do it next year, I think. 
And my yeah, my football fan tracks work is always available. I'm not writing for baseball fan tracks, which was because I have wrote a fanatic. If I want to write more, I yeah. can I have my own website where I can post whenever I want to. So that's the story there. All right. So uh yeah, thank you, dearie. Well, you just you, you're so sweet. What a sweet man. Too much business here. I gotta wrap this up. Also, reliever recon is awesome. It's impossible to know who's closing. That's one of the main reasons I'm afraid to draft right now is closer situations are <laughs> way, way, way too confusing right now. Crazier so, than ever? Yeah, at this moment on January 13th, goddamn right. Yes, absolutely. It's chaos. What, oh, I what the oh, right now. I mean, he's a reliever uh, expert. That's true. I talked to him last night briefly when we did the tier rankings on Rotofinex YouTube yeah. channel. And he was saying that uh, the Red Sox, Matt Barnes, might no longer be the guy there anymore. Matt Barnes' party is over in 2022. So go back that might not be a secret, now though. And whenever opening day happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, at any rate, Reliever Recon is a great Patreon run by Greg Jewett and some other guys I love, like Nate Markham. He writes for them. And Pags, Aaron Pags, we've had on before. Please check out Reliever Recon. It's five bucks a month, or it's actually three bucks a month if you only want to pay three, but I pay five. Because I believe in that type of stuff. If if something's worth doing, give people money for it, right, dearie? Dude, you could just walk around your house and find five bucks and change easily right now, and it'd probably take you 15, 20 minutes. Give five bucks to these guys. <laughs> Those guys are all legends. That's funny. That's really funny. I like that. Uh <laughs> Jasper's reading the article from Richard Sands right now on Baseball Pods' website. Thank you, Jasper. Jasper's going to bed. Now he's still here 20 minutes in reading the article. That's the kind of shit we love. That's why you guys hour, are the let's best. Let's do a three-hour show so he doesn't go to bed. <laughs> yes, a commitment to all of you. Three hours tonight on Thursday. Woo! Boy, this show is off the rails, but we're on fire. We're feeling good. It's great to be back. So, yeah, check out the FTN Draft Guide. It's only 19 bucks if you sign it at ftnfantasy.com. Please check that out. There's a lot of people who know more about baseball than me in that guide. Like Jenny Butler, high-stakes player, SB Streamer, Michael Simeon. Great, great people. Reliever Recon is why I want you to have the best reliever knowledge. I'm paying the five bucks a month. Go to their Patreon, hit up Greg Jewett on Twitter, and get it done. And then all the new subs, guys. You guys have exploded with new subs. We were at like 123, and all of a sudden we're up at 171 now on the YouTube channel. So, woo! Yay! Three, here, everybody, have a beer. Coors. You guys deserved it. (laughs) Thank you. You know, it's so funny, Mike. Every time you bring up all these other people in the community, analysts and, you know, high stakes players, for some reason, I keep thinking of the WWF Royal Rumble and like them, like coming (laughs) out of the curtain. It's like now coming to the ring, Greg Jewett, Vlad Sedler, Jenny Butler. And I like think of them like running out there, getting to the ring and then sitting down and just talking fantasy baseball. It's a total debacle. I love it. That's, maybe we should have intros like that. In fact, that's a good idea. I think you just gave me another great idea, dearie. Thank you so much. I love it. I think it's fascinating. And I think of them as more subdued than that. It depends who it is. Like Jenny Butler, much more subdued. I would love to see Jenny Butler running down the aisle like a <laughs> madman. Like a... <laughs> like, oh, like our favorites from Australia. The bushwhackers. The bushwhackers. No, <laughs> someone would come in on like a throne and be like, take it in. Oh, no, no, no. What was it? The Macho King? When Macho Man the Macho King! The king. <laughs> That's right. Macho King days. Yeah, he was also a macho man, but a king as well. So, What did you, what did you have? A few drinks this morning? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, well, right Jerry's having now, but it's, it's not morning. It's nighttime, so it's more than, more than reasonable to have a drink. 
Crack a beer with us. Crack a cold one. Fire up whatever you enjoy to sip on. Sit down with us here. We're live. We're going to get into the baseball more, I promise. I'm just... This is our first episode of 2022, so I'm trying to catch up and give everybody their due. Give them their due. I also hung out with Rogelio Castillo in the offseason a couple weeks ago. We had dinner at Los Palapas over here in Livonia, Deary. Strongly recommend Los Palapas. Great Mexican food, like authentic, not Taco Bell. You know what I'm talking about. Really, really good <laughs> Mexican Bell. food. Los Palapas in Livonia. Really, really good. How's Roger doing? He's great. We never met in real life. Uh Oh, Russell wants to know, Deary, what would your intro song be? You're talking about the WWE intros. What would yours be? What would my intro song be? Yeah. Oh, man, let me think on that a bit. Yeah, you you think on that. I'll finish up the business time here. So I hung out with Roger. It was awesome. Check out his Tigers work, the Tigers minor league report, and the, the, the Detroit Sports Radio is his – he used to do that podcast, and now he's just focusing on minor league report. He also writes for the website about Tiger stuff. So if you, it's not just – I know it sounds like it's all Tigers related, but there's more to it than that. It's really worth your time. So check out Rogelio Castillo, also known as Roger. Follow him on Twitter. Rogcast81, I believe, is his handle. And just go from there, man. Live it up. Make it happen. And get in get in contact with people who know their shit. That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm not trying to lead you guys astray with any trash. Right, Deary? No trash. Uh, I would walk into Culture Club. <laughs> no you really want to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> the price is right, says Brian K. Rodman. Okay, I'll, I'll, that, yeah, that could be good. Uh, so, yeah, also, it's called Bless You, not Bless You Boys, MotorCityBengals.com. That's the other one. MotorCityBengals.com. That's where Roger writes and his pals write. Chris Brown, we've had him on the show. Marty Talman used to be there, too. Marty Talman's over at the Triple Play Podcast Network as well. Love Marty Talman. I'm mentioning too goddamn many people. It's just out of control <laughs> Dude, right we got now. a full I'm ring stop, at the Royal so. Rumble this yeah, just way too many shouts. Right, okay, no that's more. it. That's enough for business time. Uh, new followers, thank you for being here. New subs, keep pushing them out there, guys. Keep sharing it with people and the people that all reviewed. You had so many reviews there around Christmas time and the holiday season. I put the word out on that, and we got like 10 reviews in a row. So thank you, Apple Podcasts, of course. But now on Spotify, you can do five-star ratings on Spotify. That's a huge moment for us, dearie. I never thought the moment would come. It's here. Yeah, you can rate. Your on own, Spotify, your, yeah. So yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. Why, did take, why did it take them so that? long to get to that? I mean, I, all everything that I listen to is no on Spotify. I have no fucking clue. Everything I listen to is on Spotify. because I, I mean, I don't have Apple products at all. So, um, But now it's like everything <laughs> I listen to. Five-star, 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 five-star. Five star, 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 five star. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. It's about damn time, Spotify. Two L's. Utah. Two Z's. Give me two. The Plausible Podcast on Spotify, please. If you're not listening to us, then you're watching us. However you do it, we don't care. Just connect with us and let us know why you love baseball. What do you like about life? We talk about all kinds of shit. We talk mental health on the show, too. We had a great show that I did last week with Austin Byler, Major League University. He's big in to mental health in sports. And he's going to be part of a future, Deary, that changes the game. He really is. Austin Byler. Follow him on Twitter, please. Austin Byler 14. Check out the episode we did last week. It was awesome, man. The guy has a lot of positivity, but he's not cheesy. He's very honest. He's willing to make himself vulnerable. I really, really respect that type of shit. And he also was a former minor leaguer, man. He played in A, a ball. He, he could have maybe been something. He played... 
in college, played a ball, was good, but he got addicted to fucking opioids and got all fucked up from that. And he lost everything. Yeah, it's amazing that he was able to be as vulnerable as he was. I'm so bummed I wasn't on the pod, on the pod last week. Omicron got me down last week. But uh, yeah, it's amazing that he was able to open himself up about, you know, some of his struggles and how he came back from those. So if you haven't listened to the pod, go back to the pod last week. Awesome uh, Blyler that was on. Uh, extremely important information that he was sharing with everybody. Love it. Thank you so much, dear. I, it really means a lot, guys. We don't just bullshit here we keep it real this stuff does matter so anyways this is deary's walk-in song right here is this right imagine sure. Deary running down the aisle to this song no i know i'm I, i'm i'm like gliding like i'm skating on uh on ice <laughs> and, and then here a big, goes like, chris deary running big, gliding like, down orange, the aisle big orange boa like a stupid dumb hat <laughs> This is just like this is the worst choice ever, dearie. I mean, come on, it, it this is not a good. Obviously, it would be something much better. It'd be something more upbeat. It doesn't even kick in for like what another twenty seconds. I mean, we need it's the awful. beat at least. It's, it's awful. like I don't know why that the intro is head. just very odd. <laughs> this part it gets fun now though. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Thank you. Jeez, boy, this took forever. Okay, now I get yeah. it. Now I can but, see you running out like. Yeah! No, no, my ring name would be like Sensitive Man or something. <laughs> Mr. Sensitive. And here he comes with a heart of gold. Mr. Sensitive coming down the aisle. He'll be very delicate and caring and respectful of all your feelings. Uh, Russell says, got to pull the shout from Motley Crue's Shout at the Devil. Going to hang up and listen now to the pod tomorrow, guys. Good to have you back in full effect, y'all. Thank you, Russell. We love you. Always appreciate audio tips like that. Jasper's going to bed now, finally. He stayed around for a half hour. Good night, Jasper. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. You got it. Give me two. There it is. Good night and good luck. But we're still doing the show, dearie, so onward and upwards. Uh, Culture Club be damned. Woo, that was a lot of business to get to. So, wow, okay, I think we're involved. We're here. You feel, (laughs) you wish. It's not over yet. You feel more uh, like you're in the groove here? You, You feeling the podcast groove yet? Yeah, I'm moving and grooving. Yeah, ready to roll. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, well, let's get into leading off. Oh, I was doing this dance like this. It totally looks like I'm jacking off dudes. No, it doesn't. Come on now. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Hey, cool. Woo! Right jack off dudes. Go right ahead, man. I'm full support. Yeah, well, fucking ain't right it is. Come on, dude. It's a good time. If you've never had yourself beat off, I strongly, strongly recommend you give it a shot. Give it a shot. Okay. Uh, This show just took... This is a very, very vulgar show all of a sudden. (laughs) And uh, kids, kids, we're sorry. If the kids are in the backseat right now, we apologize. All right, so let's get... get, uh, All right. This is a Plaza podcast. Utah. This always resets me. me. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so, first off, lockout expectations, dearie. I don't need to harp on it. I'm not here to buzzkill. I I got shit in this chat that I'm in with some of the best in the biz, like John Legiza and Zach from the Draft Champagne podcast. The Draft Champions, he's... Just, by the way, Zach has become, like, this insane dude on Twitter. He's, he's, start, he's stirring up so much shit now. Oh, I know. Yeah. Zach has gone next level. Have you seen this? <laughs> I have no idea what's real and what's sarcastic anymore. 
I I had no clue either. I am fucking clueless. It's, it's Zach. wild. I went down a hole like two days ago. I'm like, what's going on with Zach? Is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I under I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I I'm, he's fine. Just for the record, I can confirm that. Uh, Brian says Circle Jerks were a great group. Uh, punk. Skater music, yeah. I never liked the Circle Jerks. Like, I respected them, but they weren't my type of punk. Uh, I was more like West Coast uh, skate punk, I guess. You know, ska, shit like that. You know what I mean? I never knew enough about the Circle Jerks. I just always knew their name and always brought their name up. But, I mean, there may have been, like, a song by them on, like, one of those Tony Hawk games in the early 2000s. But I, <laughs> I don't think I could name a song by them. It's just a sweet-ass well, name. <laughs> Yeah, we were teenage boys. It was always going to come up quite easily. Circle hey, jerks. Man, circle it was like, oh, circle. <laughs> so, um, if they're good music, though, let me know. What's a great song about the Circle Jerks? Give me the best Circle Jerks song, and I'll check it out. I'll play it right now. Uh, anyways, we were just talking about... Lockout. They, they've met a couple times. Oh, no, Zach. Zach is insane. Okay. He's lost his fucking mind, and that's cool. Zach's having some fun. I think he's trying to stir the pot. Feels like maybe fantasy baseball's become too ho hum for himself, and he wants to take it to another level. That's fine, but uh, at the same time, I don't always agree with everything he says. But I also agree that he's allowed to say what he wants as long as he doesn't hurt people. He doesn't have a cruel intention to fuck people up. That's never cool. Don't disrespect my people like Vlad Sadler, who I love. I'll always love Vlad Zach. So don't disrespect Vlad ever because he's my guy. Ride or die with Vlad, and I think most people agree with me. Vlad does things right. And I just want to make that clear. So having said all that, Zach, I still love you. And I would do another song for your podcast at any given time, Zach. I'm here to write. I'm here to learn. I'm here to grow. And Deary is just concerned about you. He wants to make sure you're okay. Welfare check needs to be in progress right now for Zach Roto. I'm sure you said he's doing fine. So I wasn't going to DM him or anything like that. He actually sent me a DM the other day about uh, setting up a second leak for Battle of the Pods. And I said, yes, I'm in. Oh, you did? Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Because he was talking about making that happen. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Excellent news. Brian K. Rogers says the Circle Jerk's best song is uh, Wild in the Streets. You ever heard that one, dear? No. I don't believe so. I mean, how many songs do I actually know the names of the songs, especially punk songs? Wild. Wild. All, all he's saying is Wild. Song in SLC Punk. <laughs> yeah, it belongs there. All right, thanks, I Brian. That's I a good it. tip. Yeah, it started slow. I mean, it started fast musically with the rhythm and the groove. All he was saying was wild, <laughs> wild. <laughs> but he got it going. It's got the perfect rhythm, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You gotta, you gotta bring it up at the end of the uh, lyrical progression. Good call, good call. So, as far as this lockout, oh, Ryan Venazio's in that league now too, dearie. Woo, yeah. So you guys are going head to head. By the way, Ryan has a podcast now that he does with Deegs, who's prospect guru. Deegs on Twitter, D E E. I love how you're always saying guru. Oh. <laughs> like everyone's a guru. Yeah, everyone's a guru. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's a guru. Everyone doesn't matter what they do, and I, it doesn't matter if I know him. Yeah, he's a guru. Oh, guru. Yeah, he's she's a guru. a guru. Yep. End of story. Oh, that's a guru, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So the gurus will be involved in that league as well, dearie. But uh, check out their new podcast. It's uh, solid stuff. Ryan's great. Ryan has 
legitimate takes that aren't just there to be contrarian. I respect the hell out of Ryan Venancio, so check out the podcast with him and Deegs. It's legitimate stuff. It's called the Doug in the Cut. I'm blowing this, aren't I? You're going to laugh at me right now. Uh, Doug, something about the cut, man. Yeah, I'm an idiot right now. Uh, I'm sorry. I could have just looked it up. But I took a chance to try to see, like, hey, can I remember the name of the podcast? And I failed. Okay. That's okay. Remember, it's, like, it's next on deck. Next on deck. That's what it was. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. That's a great name. Next on deck. Yeah, Bob Saget. Oh, Bob Saget. Okay. Good I just Lord. wanted to hear it. <laughs> that guy's so angry. Remember Tourette's guy made us laugh. I mean, that guy like just disappeared. <laughs> but he was before YouTube or right around when YouTube started, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I'm not quite right sure around, around the time right around then, maybe 05, 06. Yeah, right? Yeah. It was incredible. It was so funny. Like, it was just quick snippets of this guy. I don't even know if he had Tourette's or not. But it was really, no, really funny. Thought. And I laughed I, my ass off. I read up on it a few years ago. I don't think he did. <laughs> That's not surprising. Remember uh, Jay dressed up as him that one year for Halloween? He wore the Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Frosted Flakes t-shirt and a neck brace. Yeah, the Frosted Flakes t-shirt. <laughs> it was great. It was fantastic. Great. Shout out to Jay, our friend. Good friend of ours. All right. So as far as the lockout, we're not trying to be depressing here. We don't want to make it a pity party. It's not about that. It's just, you know. Things look one way, and they could change in a week. It's possible, but I'm just not so certain that suddenly optimism kicks in. I like to be optimistic when it's called for, but I'm not going to be pie-in-the-sky douchebag like a Lions fan. Deary, imagine like the Lions fans who were pie-in-the-sky, dedicated to the team during the entire Matt Millen era. I I wouldn't want to live my life like that ever. Sounds terrible. It does. Oh God! <laughs> I don't want to get into it. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I've been trying to read up as much as I can today and yesterday about you know the the lockout and how close they are. And I don't know what to believe at this point because there's just so much information out there. It's like they met, but yeah. who knows what they actually met and talked about? You know, how close are they to getting any type of agreement? It seems like they're probably far apart. You know, because we know how the owners and the players. Uh, seem to be far apart on absolutely everything. And yes. Yeah. So I have, I, I have no idea. I mean, it is now January 13th. Pitchers and catchers are sports, supposed to report February 14th. That's one month from now. That's 32 days from now. I don't know how many days are in January. I think it's 31s, but yeah, we're a month away. It from is. That. There you is got no it. No way pitchers and catchers are reporting on February 14th. Aim high, Willis. Aim high. You do. You got to aim high, but you're right. There's no way the reporting on... You just hear it from Deary, who is really an open-minded guy. Deary is not a pessimist. Uh, Deary always looks to life as an opportunity, uh, but he's going to call it the way he sees it. So I, it just kind of reinforces my opinion, Deary. I don't know what the hell's going to happen, but I'm not super excited for some type of resolution here by the end of the month. No, and I don't know how often they're going to be meeting. I mean, I would be shocked if they were able to hammer out a hammer out a deal. And if it does happen, it would probably happen like the day before spring training. And then they're like, "Oh, the seventeenth, everybody will report." <laughs> the, f- the funniest part about this is, uh, 
you know, going into like MLB's website and everyone is just a, a, a black block. Like there's no faces for anybody. Um, and then I was reading a story today, like MLB, the show 2022, like may not be able to come out yet because <gasps> of all of this. Oh. That, usually, that usually comes out, you know, early mid-March. Oh my God! Oh, Bob Saget! We can't have the video that, game can world we? Now. Yeah, people don't like that. Uh, they will riot. There will be a revolution. I am pretty confident now. But yeah, that's how we feel about it. But what the hell do we know? We're just two dipshits hosting a podcast on the internet. So, you know, hey, take it for what it's worth, okay? Don't forget, though, follow us and sub us. Palazzo Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Utah, give me two. 2Ls, two 2Zs. Two Next, Deary, is... How many drafts this year for you? What are you thinking? I put a little graphic, a graph, not a graphic. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a graph in the graphic for our YouTube thumbnail here mm -hmm. that showed drafts by month. And mine was going up and up and up. And yours was you know, slowly starting slow, <laughs> but picking up a bit. But I was doing more than you. I'm expecting to be involved in. <sighs> How many fab leagues will you do this year, dearie? I'm actually thinking about ramping it up this year. Uh, last year, I first really? hit my toe water into nfbc leagues which was the first year for you as well um i believe unless you did did you do some uh in 2020 yeah but that was a short bozo season right oh, yeah, that was, doesn't count for yeah, anything we always know um, the truth on that one yeah so i'm gonna do my two home leagues my redraft keeper league or my redraft league 16 teams i'll do my uh 14 team 12 player keeper league and i'm probably thinking about doing maybe five or six on nfbc i'm thinking about doing some dcs this year so those aren't fabs, though. Okay. All right. I'm gonna do a couple of fabs. I want to do some, or uh, I want to do some DCs. I want to do some. I want to do. So I want to do draft and holds. I want to do some DCs, and I'm looking for a new dynasty league too. I want it like a startup dynasty. Oh really? I'm to get into. Oh yeah. shit! What? Hey, <laughs> do you want to join? Okay, so I just joined up, and the ding. There's one spot left in this. 30 team full on dynasty oh, wow. that is run by Robbie baseball from dingers podcast. Okay, yeah. And we're trying to fill the last team. I... Dude, I'm totally in. Oh yeah, my God. I'm, totally, I'm, Robbie, totally in. You... I'm, look, I'm looking for a new, like I'm looking for a dynasty startup. Wow. I don't want to take over anyone's team. I'm like, that's all garbage. Like I, I want oh, well, to have, you would take over, but there'd be a dispersal draft too. So it'd be like, it wouldn't be totally fresh. Okay. Okay. Well, give me some more information on it. Uh, talk to Robbie and see if uh, that spot's taken yet. Uh, I'd certainly be interested in Linda looking into it. Okay. I, I, It's basically there is a roster set up, and I'm the Pittsburgh Pirates, so I okay. think you would be the Washington Nationals if you took the last team. And there are prospects, there's a roster, but there's also free agents, there's contracts. It's really intense, man. I'm like, oh, wow, this is like That's fine. Really I, want cool. something I want something crazy like that, so. That's what I'm saying. It sounds like what you yeah. were just describing. So I yeah, think this cool. is destiny calling right now. I think yeah, it's especially, happening. Especially a 30 team like that. Like, hell, man, I don't care if I do well or not. It's going to be a great learning experience and get me more deep diving into what I need to do when it comes to fantasy baseball. Okay. All right. Cool. I love hearing that. Well, Robbie Baseball, where are you out there? Somebody get a hold of him on Twitter right now. Go track his ass down. Are you watching the show right now? Oh, my God. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> Sorry. Drink some, drink some tea. Come on, man. Oh, dong tea. Hang on. You're right. Yeah. Let me get the dong tea out. Where's your water bottle? Oh, classic water bottle. It's back. Ah, that's refreshing. Yes. Oh, man, I'm out of beer. Uh oh. What are you drinking, dearie? 
I'm drinking uh, North Peak from uh, Traverse City. They also have a brewery over here in Dexter, Michigan, not too far from Ann Arbor. Yeah, good little IPA, 7.2%. I've had a couple of them. I, I think I needed a couple more. <laughs> okay. Excellent. I like to hear that. All right. So as far as me, I'll be drafting minimum seven fab leagues. Last year I did six. I'm going to do at least seven. Maybe I'll get up to 10. I know that's pushing it, but I'm willing to take on the challenge. And I'll do a ton of best balls. I'm really focusing on a shitload of best ball. And the drafting holds, I don't know how I feel about that. It looks like the 15-teamers were where I made the most money last year. All the leagues that I placed in, second place, third place, they seem to be 15-team leagues. And I think I became too dependent on them. Mm -hmm. So that's the story right now. I'm locking in on those. I don't want to give up on the OCs, the 12-teamers. Um, but I'm still not ready. I'm still unclear what my official plan is. And I'm okay. currently accepting information, taking in mm -hmm. everything under advisement. And I will make a final decision here about where I want to be by the end of the month. And I'll also be keeping up to date on what's going on with this goddamn lockout, right? Yeah. I think variety is fun. Uh, it, it keeps things fresh. It is fun. I, I, I don't like doing everything that's all the same. You know, I like doing 15-teamers. I like doing head-to-heads. Uh, I like doing some roto stuff. Uh, best ball, the first time I did a best ball was last year. I liked it. I want to do uh, maybe a, a few more of those this year. Um, the draft and holds, uh, I don't I don't know if that's my uh, that's my prime stake right now. What are you thinking for Palazzo uh, Podcast League this year? What, what are you thinking? Well, we did that... Uh... We did the poll, you call them? What do they call them? Polls? Where you put a few questions out? Yeah. Or you put a few, you put one question out with a few responses okay. and then you ask yeah. people what they think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it over, overwhelmingly, people wanted the DC. They wanted the, they didn't want best ball. They didn't want to do a fab. Fab was close, but it didn't quite get there enough. It was overwhelmingly Richard Sands, defending champion. He wants to do the same thing again. So I think we're, I think we're locked in on doing another draft and hold. How do you feel about that? I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play either. <laughs> we got to figure this thing out. Come on. We, we, we got, know we this got some, game. We got some time. We don't have to rush it out. Let's start getting some more information from people that are interested. I don't think we need to draft anytime soon. Um, if we no, are I said earlier in the show, I know you were, you were like, oh, my God, we're podcasting again. But I said that last year we did it in February. And so... We would hope to try to do it possibly in February, possibly in February. Okay. We'll see. We want to, we don't want to miss out. It depends what's going on the season. We'll be ramping up by then. That would matter too. Uh, we don't want to miss our people who like, oh, well, we're going to put our money elsewhere too. I don't know. So it's all, sure. it's all about time okay. and be like, okay, is this the right time to do it? Or should we wait? But we hope you guys will be with us regardless. Number was 50 bucks per team last year. It should be the same price we're doing the NFBC fifties like we did last year. Yeah, that's just fine. Okay. Hey, you know, know what? Joel... If, you know, if Richard Sand wants Sands wants to do the uh, you know the draft and hold, let's it's fine. He won. Hey, if you win the league, you get to pick what we're doing the next year. I love it. I think that's a great little caveat that we have. Hey, okay. you want to pick what format is? Win the fucking league, right? There you go. Coors, the banquet beer. Well, I mean, you could have a Coors too if you want, but. You don't have to. I don't know why that button was hit. I apologize for that. I'm in the wrong sound bank, guys. That means I am. That one is long gone. Did you hear that one? Yeah. Yeah. Long oh, gone? I can't hear it. Yeah. Ernie? 
Ernie yeah, Harwell. Damn! Hearing anything? Weird. Oh no. Anyways, uh, okay, that's not important, but Damn! oh, there it is. I'm hearing it again. Sorry, guys. I'm annoying you with drops because I'm not hearing them. Annoying. Anno- annoying man, John Lovitz. <laughs> annoying man. Wow. SNL. I actually over the break on uh, Christmas break. I did a rare thing. I watched a whole episode of Saturday Night Live. It was weird, man. I haven't done like that a new, forever. A new one? Yeah, it was the Paul Rudd one where like nobody was there. It was like a ghost staff because they had COVID shit okay. going on. Yeah. It was weird. Tom Hanks showed up, Five Timers Club. They were doing that bit again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of took me back. Steve, but... Steve Martin. Yeah, there. yes. Yeah, and Tina Fey. She's a part of that now. Oh, okay. All right, so we don't know when the season will start, but Plotso Podcast Invitational will happen, so stay tuned for that. And I'm doing about 10 Fab Leagues. And I'll probably do like 40 best balls, depending on how much money I can (laughs) muster up. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to get married to Leanne eventually here, and we have to move to Canada, and that's going to cost a lot of money. So I got to think about that, too. (laughs) I would love to bet fantasy galore, but I got to think priorities. Okay. Next is this best ball I did. So first pitch Arizona. I talked about that as the season ended. A lot of you may have checked out. You might have missed it, but first pitch Arizona was awesome. It was very, very cool. And I strongly recommend that you go next year, which is this year, 2022. Deary, there is a first pitch Florida coming up in March, believe no, it or fuck not. Fuck Florida. Fuck Florida. Well, yeah, I, people. I hate, I hate I hate. Florida. I hate going to Florida. It's too <laughs> fucking hot. Can't stand wow. it. What about Arizona? I mean, I'll go to Arizona. Yeah. My parents are in Arizona. Right? Well, that's true. So Arizona's not as hot. There. I would go to Arizona. I, I can't stand Florida. It's so fucking hot and miserable. <laughs> Okay, well, all right, well. Sorry. Hey, I, I respect this guy. I respect it. Whatever, motherfucker! But I am down with first pitch Arizona this fall again. I don't know if I'll make the Florida one, too, because it is in March, and it does sound like fun, but I, I just don't know. I can't do everything. I want to do everything, and I want to live life to its fullest. I really, really do, but sometimes you get limited because there's only so many opportunities in life and so many dollars available. At any rate... I'm going to recommend that you guys do the first pitch Arizona thing. And I did the best ball draft there. I regret not doing the auction draft, Deary. That was awesome because it was live and they had a board and they had Jeff Erickson, who's the shit of Rotowire, of course. He was the auctioneer. And he was really good at it, too. He kept it moving really fast and it was so high paced and intense. And I'm like, what am I doing here in the best ball draft? That would have been the most fun for you. I, I haven't done yeah. an auction. I've never done an auction baseball draft. I'd love to. I, I, I do football once a year. Every year I do a football one, but I, I've never done a baseball one. But, man, that sounds so intriguing. I, you're right. It is. It doesn't just sound that way. It is awesome. It's exciting. It's fast-paced. and you got to have your list organized. You're thinking monetary values, too, who you want to nominate, all these factors. It changes so much from a simple-ass snake draft, which, you know, I still enjoy a classic draft, but... I'm with you. I really want to do one of those live auctions. Yeah. I've done online auctions for baseball, taking it up a notch. I, it'd be cool if we could do a Palazzo auction league that had like 80 people in it with like five different leagues, but that seems like it's too much work. So yeah, yeah. nothing, nothing beats live drafting. Doesn't it's just, you get to talk about what's going on and you get to see what people are thinking and you get a vibe of the situation yeah. and what they're, you know, talking shit a little bit, but also people make mistakes in real time and you can't 
you can hide a lot more online. Like, oh shit, you missed your pick, dumbass. You can't do that here. You got to be there, yeah, it, and you're it's, there. It's just more about the interaction, seeing guys scramble when they think someone's going to be on the board that they've been, uh, you know, <laughs> they threw a dart at and they're ready, ready to draft, and then that guy's picked up already, and then they start scrambling, looking through their information. Somebody puts up a name of uh, someone who might be dead or not even in the league anymore, and you get to rip on that guy. Nothing beats the camaraderie of an in-person draft, without a doubt. I love it. I'm with you all the way. So this best ball I did, you know, it wasn't an auction draft, but damn it, it was cool because there was cool people in it, like Jenny Butler again, Shelly Veristrate, both of them were in it, people that you know in the biz or high-stakes players will know them. Also, a friend of mine, Woody the Woodman. Woody, big shout-out to you. Woody was so damn nice. He came all the way from eastern Canada to Arizona. I'm talking like eastern Canada, like New Brunswick. Yeah, it is far. He came all the way there. He was buying people drinks and he was bringing drinks down from his room to the bar. And he was so selfless and it's so kind. It really was. It's all true. I lived. I ask anybody, ask Dave McDonald from Rotosaurus. Ask anybody who was there. They're like, oh my God. Yeah, that Woody was so friendly and kind. And he also knows his baseball and he's interested in learning more about it. He plays fantasy baseball. He's the one who's like, hey, could you guys talk about... He didn't ask me because he's too nice. Canadians always are. But he was looking for a podcast to talk about ADP around 300 to 450. So I'm like, oh, we'll throw it on the list tonight. That's what cool. we do. If yeah. you guys have something that you're not getting from a podcast, that's where we are. The Plaza Podcast is here to fill the void. Right? So this best ball says we're going to do the first 23 rounds. And then we're going to take a break and we'll resume it in January. And I'm like, <laughs> so what? Weird. It's so weird. Yeah, I mean, I think it's even weird drafting in October, but hey, more power, power to you guys. I mean, especially if you're getting well, that many, you know, people within the industry together. I mean, if you're all going to be together in a room like that, that is only going to happen once a year. You got to do some type of draft without a doubt. Even if you throw that draft away, at least you have the opportunity to do it and be around so many great people. Well, it was also, oh, there he is. His real name's Sean, but he goes by Woody on Twitter. So. <laughs> What's up, Woody? Woo! Thank you, kind sir. That's Woody. But it was also analysts and just fans and regular baseball players, too. So it was a good combination. And in the other room, there was a full-on DC, a draft champions, draft and hold. And it was 15 teams. And there was all the bozos in there, like Paul Spore, Justin Mason, Mike Curlin, and Simeon, <laughs> and all those guys. And I was like, I kind of felt like I was like, oh, man, I'm in here. Nobody's... Oh, man, it was much quieter in our room. Okay. It was a lot more subdued. I don't, I don't regret it. I just kind of felt like I was missing out on something really cool, but oh, it ended up you, being great because I got to focus there, more. Was there like a hierarchy going on there? <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, high I'm, school clicks. I, <laughs> I, I'm curious to know because around that time, there's a lot of other people that weren't there that were kind of spouting off about that hierarchy of fantasy baseball elites. Oh, really? Yeah. What was your vibe when you were there? I mean, because you were new. We just got, you know, just got to know a lot of these people in the last year. Yeah. You know, it was, I could tell that there is clicks that are there and people don't know everybody at times because they are so connected through Twitter Mm -hmm. and online sources that they I don't even recognize some of the people until they say, oh, I'm this guy on Twitter. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, it's you, you know? Yeah. And But, yeah, the hierarchy, 
I was a newbie, and yeah. there was people doing podcasts there and doing shit in real time. There was gurus, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Kay saying gurus. A lot of gurus there, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, people like Nick Pollock, who runs Pitcher's List, you know, he's, he was like the lord of the land. Paul Spohr, he's got 100,000 followers. I mean, he's a big deal. He's on MLB The Show. These are people who, yeah. they've earned their keep, so I... I don't begrudge any of them. It's good for them. That's awesome. They yeah, absolutely. they have a lot of opportunity and uh, influence, right? Yeah, I think people that get upset and, about like, hey, you know, all these you know big timers, gurus heading out to Arizona, getting together. Um, I think it's rather unintentional that some of these people, you know, have be become to or have gotten to a point where you know they have a hundred thousand followers, or you know, a lot of people are reading some of their articles. Get to know some of these people because some of them, are, so many of them, are such great people. And like, if these clicks happen, I don't think it's always intentional. Yes, it it isn't intentional. And some people do have egos, and who knows what they're thinking. But I do. One thing I do know is most of all these people they work a, a lot. They put a lot of time and effort into their baseball, their fantasy baseball, streaming, podcasting, writing, whatever it is. I mean, Nick mm -hmm. Pollock. Creates Pitcher List. That's a massive website now with a, its own podcast network, the Pitcher List Podcast Network. Very official, by the way. I was also on my very first Pitcher List podcast last week, Deary, and I didn't mention this. I should have. I Adam Howe, Kevin Hastings, who I met at First Pitch Arizona. Kevin Hastings, awesome dude. Uh, it's called On The Wire, and it is like a fab-focused podcast. So please shout On The Wire, my episode on there. Give those guys a follow and support them. On The Wire. More stuff for you to follow. More shit for you to waste your time with. Woo! <laughs> you know, it's funny. We yeah, may not even so. like actual players today because if you think about it, you and I haven't chatted in a long time, like face-to-face -face like this through a computer. I mean, we've texted back, back and forth. So we're 55 no. minutes in. I don't think we've mentioned one player. And I, I think I'm okay with that because it's been, <laughs> it's been a while since you and I have uh, – you know, been able to do something like this. So if you're checking in, uh, hoping for us to sit there and do a breakdown of about 150 players, we'll get there. Just not quite yet. We'll, we'll talk about, uh, you know, what Mr. Wood wanted us to, but, uh, you know, it's just so good to see your face here, Mike. Uh, we could probably just sit here and rap for the next three hours if we wanted to. Yeah, no, I agree. I got a draft at 10. I'm doing four pitcher list, by the way, I'll oh, mention shit. what I'm doing in a second. This is Dave Lewis, by the way, Dave Lou. What up, man? Shout out to Dave. Dave was at first pitch, Arizona. He says, I need a click next time. Ha, ha, ha. And I, Dave is a cool dude. He had on his Tigers jersey. He's got that English D that you see behind Chris Deary right now on the live stream. Dave was wearing his English D and it was sweet. Yeah, it was just like that. He had his jersey on and we talked Tigers for a minute and we talked about the fact that it was a total joke that Correa was coming here and we were right about that. So, yeah. <laughs> right, Davey Lou? He was a good dude. Dave had this sweet old hair. Like, he's got like... <laughs> white old, hair old and it's hair. awesome yo oh it's sweet though it's like it's long and it's white he's a cool like classic detroit area dude i could i dig his vibe and i'm, I'm glad i got to meet him like that nice. but that was again like i only talked to him once we didn't get a chance to have like constant conversations so cool. you're running around there's conferences there's seminars you know there's panels blah 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 and it seemed like a lot of the same people were on several panels i will say that there wasn't enough variety I think there needed to be more variety. And I'm not saying, put me on all the panels. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, let's get a more... I got you. Yep. <sighs> Multi-varied output of different voices. Yeah, get everyone involved who wants to step forward and uh, be on a panel, for sure. I'm sure it was a great time. Though. Deary, you joining 
to be named later points league. He, this is it. This is the, I put a post on Twitter, but <laughs> Robbie baseball's here. So yeah, I'm in, man. I'm interested. in touch with Deary. Yeah. He's it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah, shoot me a DM, uh, CDRE1999. I'm certainly interested. I was talking to Mike. I, hey, I want to get into a like a startup dynasty or some some crazy 30 team dynasty that's going on. Mike mentioned it, and uh, I'm in for sure, man. Maybe this will be our new thing like podcast hookups for fantasy leagues. Although, uh, <laughs> Dynasty One Stop, the Fantasy Commission kind of does that already. So, I'm not trying to infringe on his territory. He's also a local Michigander, too. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about, Derek? I'm just naming people left and right, and it's just stupid. I just so. keep thinking hey, Royal Rumble, man. Hey, did you hear about this guy? Hey, did you hear about this guy? Yeah, the Royal... The Pull on the Podcast Royal He's Rumble, Royal Rumble dude. January 27th at the Palladium. You could dress up as uh, Mark Holtzman. <laughs> Mark Holtzman, the man himself. There he is. He's right above me. We're, there he is. That's him right there. See the blue guy on the live stream? <laughs> hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. The Utah. blue guy. Give me two. The blue guy. I still love the fact that we, I interviewed him. His response was hilarious. It was so funny. He's like, what in the hell is that? It's so funny <laughs> that he said that. You can see that interview on this channel, by the way, on the YouTube channel. So How go check that, that out. Oh, man. All right. It's fine. It's weird. It is weird. Uh, so Robbie weird. Baseball says, I'll be in those DMs. Yeah. Be in those DMs. I'm in your DMs, dearie. Good. Someone's getting laid tonight. All right. David Lou says, right on. We're going to click, Michael. Thank you, David Lou. We should go to a Tigers game. In fact, me and Deary should meet you for a Tigers game this year. That would be a cool idea. I'm totally in. I'm in, too. I, when's I the last time? Oh, no, you year. went to a game last no, year. I went to you? one game. I went to one game. Yeah, you went to one game. I didn't go last year. Yeah. I haven't been I don't even remember the game. Jesus. Terrible. <laughs> oh, no, no. It was 4th of July. I went on 4th of July. What is wrong with me? Oh, okay. Right yeah, on. We won. That's awesome. I think I haven't been to a game since you and I had that birthday like four years ago. Remember we went to that little restaurant, the Asian place, and then we went to the game. I think it was and, uh, It might have been like 2017 or 18. Yeah, I think, it was 18. I think I was either yeah. moving to Maryland or I'd maybe just come back. I don't know. I think you just came back or I don't know, man. You've been all over the place. It was, but that's been, been that long. I, man. I've been there. Okay, so <laughs> as far as this best ball league at First Pitch Arizona – were resumed and uh you know i was surprised by who was on my squad so i want to show you guys my team because yeah, it's it. my let's team let's right these guys how do i show the team without bumming other people out though because like, oh, you can't show my team you're on a live stream so uh so am i in trouble dear why do people get so upset about that i want to know uh i don't know people i like want to know ascension. why people get upset I want to know what people are pissed. Uh, I got to say, privacy's gone anyway, so what the fuck yeah, are you trying to cares, uphold? Man. So what I'm doing at 10 o'clock, theory is a, I'm doing a draft, which is part of PitchCon. PitchCon is at the end of the month. PitchCon is a yearly yeah. thing. It's a huge deal. Huh? What is PitchCon, Deary? I don't know. I've heard it. I've heard it. <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it. about it. You, you were nodding. It it's like a get-together. <laughs> To get together, you were nodding, and I'm like, wait, wait, I don't think he really I, knows I've what heard it is. Of it. it doesn't mean I'm gonna do a whole soliloquy about it. Well, I'm not asking for that. Uh, what is it in five words or less? <laughs> Fuck you, Michael Govier. Zing! All right, so PitchCon, yeah, it's just like a four day event. It's supposed to raise money for charity, too, apparently. Oh, I don't really beautiful. get that part, but that's, of course, that's great. That's wonderful. But it's just like a panel of online bullshit, right? Like people talking fantasy baseball four days straight from 
10 in a.m. till 10 at night, you know, just like Justin Mason does with his two-day thing, except this is four days, I think. Mm, so. He's one up, so hey, one upping. <laughs> uh, 10 p.m. Central time. Sorry, Brian K. Rogerman. This is not going to be broadcast yet. The It will be broadcast when PitchCon happens, which is at the end of the month. So you, don't worry. You're not missing PitchCon until it starts, I think, January 26th. It's a four-day event. You won't miss it. They'll be pushing it because I got a massive podcast network, too. So, oh, Brock's here. What up? Brock this monster. What up, the my man. man? Or West Side. You missed the whole thing? Dude, the best part is when this episode ends, you can start it from the beginning and watch it in increments as little or as much as you want to on our YouTube channel. Yay! Brock, we've been just been doing a circle jerk for the last one hour and one minute, so we haven't even. Yeah, talked we literally, long. we literally had like a circle jerk going there for a minute. It was weird, but it was cool. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, I want to say this. So I'm doing this thing, which is supposed to be a. So we're drafting with someone who I don't know who it is, dearie. This is the secret. And you do every other pick. <laughs> so I don't know who my partner is on the team. And I we rotate picks, and that's what the team will be. So I don't know. Give it a shot. All right. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing at 10. So we got a few more minutes before I got to go for that. Sounds but terrible. that won't be broadcast until PitchCon. We're recording it, but it'll be broadcast during PitchCon. At any rate, this best ball draft that I've been talking about for 20 hours, it seems like, is uh, interesting. Like I said, we did the draft partially in Arizona and then uh, chilled out and came back to resume it two days ago. So we're in round 27, round 28. Here it is. Yeah, we're in round 28 right now. And uh, I'm on the left here, guys. This is Did me. you have the 15th pick? No, I had the first overall pick. Holy shit. Wow. And who did I take in best ball, Deary, with the first overall pick? Well, I can think only about see best your ball. first five picks. Yeah, but think about best ball. So the first overall pick... Now, in best ball, it's a points league, too, so you get points. Points leagues are heavy on innings pitched. Uh, you also get points for walks on the hitting side, so the less plate appearances or at-bats you have, mm. it's it's reduced because you get a, in this league, it's minus one point for plate appearance. Or an at-bat, I'm sorry. I keep mixing those two up. My fault. Sorry, guys. Did you take Juan Soto? I did not. I took. Show it. Down here. Yeah. Uh, your man. Yeah. Because I was going to say Juan Soto or Trey Turner. In in best ball and points leagues, this is a no-brainer. You get the best. Whatever he does the best in any given week, you're going to get that output. Because yeah. as we all know, best ball is the best lineup each week that you get. You don't have to set your lineups. Yeah. So I took Shohei number one, and I think in a best ball, Shohei's a no-brainer. I really do. So my pitching staff, though, I'm really pleased with. I got Giolito, Woodruff. Zach Gallen, Casey Mize, who I told you late at the end of last season, I'm really liking him for this year, even though the strikeouts aren't there. The rest of his ratios are really solid, and I think mm-hmm. the strikeouts, they're going to come a little bit more this year. I, th- I think so. I would agree, yeah. Ooh, Clevenger, Clevenger. coming back this year. Grinky, 108. Yeah. Love Aaron, love yeah, Aaron I, Savali. I don't love I that. Love, I loved Aaron Savali last year. I hope he can repeat. Uh, I think Plesek has a nice Yeah, he fell back. off at the end, but... Lasardo, a lot of people are talking to uh, Lasardo now that he's moved over to Miami. We all know what happens over in Miami with those pitchers. They've been really excelling over the last couple of years. I love Lasardo. I think 
Last year was really interesting with Lizardo because like he just had these blow up innings where like he just couldn't get out of the inning and have these dumb walks. But like the talent is certainly there. Yeah. He's got an amazing slider. He'd get pissed and say something like, Oh, Bob Sagan! Yeah, I can see that. And then Taylor Rogers, that's my first closer. I, I, saves are eight points per saves, but closers aren't always the most important because innings pitched are a category in best ball points. So I like starters. I like loading them up and seeing if they can get you the most points. Yeah, as far as the hitters, hitters, yeah. So this is the outfield. Bellinger's on my squad. I took him in round six, I think. He's going to be a real, uh, you know, perplexing player in terms of like his ADP coming up this year because it was such a disaster last year. But you got to feel like it can't get any worse. Where's the? Uh, I saw. I saw, I saw you took. Uh, I saw you took Trey Mancini oh, here, up there. Um, what do you think about uh, Baltimore? Just announced that they're uh, going to raise the height of that left field fence and push it back, possibly as much as thirty feet. Yes, great call, Deary. So here's the draft board so you can see the picks in order now that make it easier. I'm on the left, the far left here. This is me, Shohei Otani. Oh, Carlos, at Carlos the top. Correa, Houston Astros. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's my first uh, eight picks. I took Bellinger in the eighth round. So as far as the Mancini and the Orioles thing, that's fascinating. The ball still flies out of there in the summer. It always has. But any type of Fence movement like that, 30 feet, 20, 30 feet, right? On left You're talking possibly 25, 30 feet back and getting the wall up to 15 feet high. Woo, man, that is Obviously, Camden Yards gave up the most home runs in the league last year. Uh, I'm just wondering what kind of power outage that might give to a guy like Trey Mancini or even Ryan, Ryan Mountcastle. Yeah, you're right. See, this is why drafting in October is fucking stupid. Well, why the hell are you making this announcement of moving your fences back three three months before the season's supposed to start? Come on, man. Do the shit the year before. Hey, next year we're doing I, this. Yeah, I agree. You're right. Uh, I jumped uh, Cedric Mullins. He could be hurt by this. That could be a real bummer, right? So. Well, he's a left-handed bat. Uh, I was listening to Chris Towers the other day. He was talking about Mullins uh, only had one home run to left field last year, so. Wow, interesting. That's a great stat, Derry. Nice pull. Teoscar Hernandez, I don't love him, but I just took him because I feel like I can trust him. And best ball, I'm looking for guys that'll pop. You know, they don't have to be dominant. Mm -hmm. Streaky hitters are fun in best ball. They are. And this is where it gets interesting. So you got Rendon and LeMayhew. These are dangerous selections. I I admit that freely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, how many games did Rendon play last year? Like 45, 50 games? Like I was oh, worthless. I, I had him like in my top three of MVP last year in term, you know, before the season even started. And it just, you know, he was injured. Um, LeMahieu just complete power outage last year. I think he only batted 260 after winning the batting title in the shortened season. Um, and Gliber, we all know about Gliber's, <laughs> Gliber's, Gliber's struggles last year. What Moncada, like he was your guy last year. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going in on Moncada this year. I mean, looking oh. back at his numbers, it wasn't as bad as as you think it is. Um, so, I, I mean, maybe it deserves a little more of a deep dive. Uh, or maybe, like, you know, this is just what he is, which I think is fine. Uh, but maybe it doesn't, uh, you know, warrant the ADP that he could be at right now. Okay. All right. That's cool. Uh, oh, Brock, I'm catching up on the comments, guys. Sorry. Word, says Brock. What makes you think I want to miss the circle jerk? I didn't think you did at all. That's why I told you about it. Brian K says, Tiosker over Trout. Wow. What do you think of that, Deary? Sure. 
<laughs> okay. I, okay. I, I haven't dove in that deep yet. I haven't even done a mock yet. So, uh, you know, no, you're supposed weeks. to lie. And you're supposed to make people think that you're a genius. I don't lie, Michael. <laughs> Robbie says, when are you drafting Drew Hutchinson or waiting for the re-sign? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really excited about that over here in Detroit. So that's our, that's our thing. Uh, okay, so, so that was some of my squad. Interesting. The draft is still ongoing. Uh, it's cool to be doing it again. It's weird to just kind of pick up on your team like that and be like, oh, my God, I drafted those people, and now we're a couple months later. That's a weird feeling. I think that's the first time I've ever done that, dear. You have the had a gap in the actual drafting. Yeah, that's pretty wild. At least no one uh, passed away or fell downstairs or anything like that. <laughs> I, yeah, or I didn't have any retirements like Kyle Seeger. Kyle Seeger's gone. Yeah, Rest in peace. Like like, I thought he could still give you some type of value late in the late rounds. Of course he could. He had 30 home runs last year. Yeah. And it's a Seattle team that, I, you know, was on the rise. You know, they had a real nice season last year. Some of their youngsters are going to be up this year. Like, yeah. The guy, the guy had some fantasy value. I, I wonder where his ADP was at before he retired. Do you happen to know that? Uh, I don't know that offhand, but uh, he was definitely being drafted because he had yeah, a great season last yeah. year. 35 home runs, guys. 101 ribbies, 73 runs scored. He batted 212, but who cares because he gave you those other power numbers that wow. were good enough. So that's a, a big Rob, loss. People Rob definitely Deere drafted numbers. him. <laughs> those are Rob Deere numbers. Yes, I agree. All right, so we got to go soon. So let's at least give Woodman what he deserves, what he wanted. He wanted us to talk quickly about ADP from 300 to 450. He said, not enough podcasts were covering that. So Deary, it's not hard for us. We can just look at the ADP. Let's start at 300 to 350 right quick. Okay. And I'm using uh, NFC and I'm starting it from January one for me. That's where I'm using as okay. the date marker. Okay. Is that cool with you? Yeah. I don't think I have a date marker on what I uh, kind of looked up, but I, I think it's recent. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Nobody. It's cares within the area. People haven't jumped up that much, okay. I would believe. Well, my first name, based on these, at 301 is Josiah Gray. So, just letting you know, nobody cares about that either. But Jeff McNeil's at 302. Ooh, Jeff McNeil. What do we think of Jeff McNeil right now? Because that is a guy I loved so much, so much. But he just died. <laughs> well he's still alive but yeah uh him and a guy like uh dom smith that a lot of people were in on last year both of them just had terrible seasons i mean it was a complete power outage for for jeff mcneil last year uh you know he was a guy that you could expect that would bat over 300 and that certainly didn't happen for a guy that's still only 29 years old and you know we had no idea where he was going to be batting in the order, where he, whether he was going to be batting second or whether he's going to be batting later in the lineup. And he kind of shifted back and forth. But I mean, after batting 311 in 2020 or 2000, yeah, 2020, batted 318, 329, the two seasons before that, he fell all the way back to 251 last year, which is really odd. His K rate still wasn't that bad. It was at 13.6. You know, he's a career 12 and a half K per nine. Uh, yeah, it just didn't seem to work out for him. Uh, I think the big difference is, uh, you know, I, I don't think BABIP is the most important thing to look at. But when there's such a disparity from the three years before where it was 359, 337, and then 335, his BABIP last year was 280. So yeah. this was a guy who was being drafted 
close to 150 spots earlier over the past couple of years. And now he's sitting over at 300. So there's a little value there. So maybe do a little deeper of a dive on him. Um, he went 75, I'm, man. 75. In 75th overall pick in either my TGFBR or my main event. One of these leagues that people were like, all right, I'm focused on. So wow. that was last year. Wow. Uh, Brock wants to know what's better draft season or the season, dearie draft season. <laughs> it's the most fun. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It's like you go to a shitty, gives you results. Yeah, it's like you go to a shitty movie, but you're just excited to see the previews. Like, oh, am I going to see the new Batman preview today? But I'm going to see some Christmas the Cranks or some shit like that. <laughs> Christmas the Cranks. Draft season's the best. Why do you think Mike does like 50 drafts a year? That's a good point. Drafting is just so exciting. I gotta say though, the results when they come in. So it's not the whole season. It's just when you get to a certain amount of results, you're like, oh shit, cool. That guy actually is hitting 24 home runs or he's got an ERA under three. Holy shit. Woohoo. That, that part is exciting, but yeah, yeah I think, I, I think I tend to agree with you on that one. Cool. Brock, tell us what you think too, by the way. What do you think? What do you think? All right. So let me just give you some quick in, but in these ADP ranges, I'm just going to go to positions so I can give you some scenarios. You're like, well, I can't do that or I will do that. So how about a guy like, Isaiah kind of Falefa, who the Rangers have made a lot of signings. So who even knows what's going to happen with this guy? Like, or a guy like Hai Sung Kim of the Padres, who was signed to a contract coming <laughs> over from Asia last year. A lot of excitement. You're so big. Who on do you like better? Year. Ooh, I mean, I just, I, I got to look deeper into whether Kim is going to be able to get some type of, uh, you know, at well, that. You don't like, know. That was an too many last year. You had no idea because there was just so much going on. Too many um, roster issues. It was still it, roster issues because they're not cleared up right now. That's the problem. Yeah, there's a lot to shake out when you're looking at ADPs 300 to 350. I, I have a list of a few guys, you know, a, a Luis Patino and Adbert Alize. Like, are, are these guys going to be in the rotation? Are they going to be able to get 150 to 200 innings? A guy like Kiner Falefa, it, I think the the eligibility to have several different positions is really, really big. And he's a guy who's not going to give you, you know, much power, but he has stolen base potential, which is, which is huge. Um, but it's just whether or not he's going to know where he's playing. It's just whether or not he's going to get the playing time. Uh, you don't you know, know where he'll be. Even. Texas he might not has be made even. all these moves in the off season. So this is why it can be dangerous drafting this early, especially when you're looking at ADPs in these ranges. Yes, yes, yes. We don't know where the hell some of these guys are going to be what their contract status will be after the fact. Connor Falefa is still with the Rangers, and he won't be a free agent for another two years, so he's going to be around, and where does he play? How does he play? Does he become a utility guy because they just don't want him in the lineup every day? I'm suspect <laughs> of that. I like ha Song Kim. Ha- Kim's ADP is 373 right now. Falefa's at 318. I like Kim because he's second and third base and shortstop eligible. I love that shit, and I believe that he's a talented player. Tough transition can often happen coming overseas we know that right dearie yeah absolutely it's so, weird because like i mean i know you were really high on him last year and just hoping that he was going to be able to get a lot of infield work and it, it just didn't happen even with all those injuries that were there yes oh, and brock great, says great point by brock brock saying that dh will help see the nl dh i'm expecting the nl to have a dh do you agree or disagree dearie i agree i agree okay i'm expecting that too of whenever this shit gets done Brock says the DH will help Kim, but Kiner Falefa will play regardless. Okay. All right. I'm not a Kiner Falefa guy either way. He's never been someone I've focused on. Let me give you one more here, Deary. Would you rather have 
David Fletcher at 350 or JP Crawford at 403. Ooh, that's interesting. I really got to know where Crawford's going to fit in that lineup. Um, well, he's going to get a bench. I, I, can't I, mean, sta- I can't stand David Fletcher. He's just not going to give you much. <laughs> like, well, he can I mean, hit for 280. Yeah, he's going to have zero power. It's not like Crawford has a ton of power either. Um, oh. I was expecting Crawford to bat the top of the lineup last year, and he ended up being slotted later in the lineup, but he ended up having a decent season. He got, um, he got more chances than that. I'm completely out on on Fletcher. I, I just don't know where like the value is for Fletcher besides batting average and maybe some runs. Oh, well, Fletcher, Fletcher, yeah, I'm not a big Fletcher guy either. He's a DFS guy. He's a guy you stream in moments. Crawford will get more opportunities, and they're still going to probably use him. I'm telling you, he could lead off for this team, and this is a team I want to be leading off for. So Crawford, the best is yet to come. I'm feeling good about it. I think around 400 or so, shit. That sounds like fun to me. That's a good good spot to pick up somebody who could probably give you 600 at-bats. He had 687 at uh, plate appearances last year. Exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, they, they he bet, trudge he him out there. Yeah, look at this. He batted 273, nine home runs. Not That's not bad. I mean, the power could continue to develop. I think the big change with him in 2020 and 21 was that he finally got rid of that, that huge strikeout rate that was over 20, 20%. I think he sits about 15 16% now. He had 89 runs last year. Um, I'd have to look deeper in to see where he was slotting in the lineup. Uh, but, yeah, I know he did lead off many games. And I think the Mariners are going to Yeah, Brock says, yeah, Crawford leads off and he walks enough. Uh, yeah, that's what that's bottom line. I do, I've do. i always loved Crawford OBP leagues, but he's still been on the wire a lot, especially last year in Glarf, which is part of the Earth overall leagues, because he just wasn't consistent enough. His stats were empty and voided, and he wasn't worth having on your squad. That's why he sat on our wire most of the year. Let me try one over at third base. People are ripping on third base this year, Deary. They're saying it's going to be god-awful, and if you don't get one of the elite third basemen, you're screwed. Third, third, so base, we is look at the, 80, third base is the first deep dive I'm doing that I, I just started today, so I'm going to start working through that over the next week, and I'll have my projections out next week. Yay! All right! That's awesome, yeah. And I haven't mentioned our Twitter handles at all. I should be following MJ Govier and CDeary1999. I usually do a really good job of that. CDeary1999. Follow Chris. He knows his game. He knows fantasy baseball. He also knows a lot about music and life and shit, too. So he's not just a a one-trick pony, as they say. Miller says, Brock Miller. Brock, we got to have you back on the show again this year, man. I miss you, dude. Hope you're doing well. DePoto said, if they signed to Correa, Crawford would still be their shortstop. Wow, that's a pretty hardcore statement. Okay. Well, that's that's as good as it gets, real quick. Would you rather have Joey Wendell, who's now at the Marlins, dearie? Joey mm. Wendell was traded in the offseason as part of the Cameron Miser deal. Joey Wendell's in Miami or Hunter Dozier. Hunter oh, Dozier's yeah. at ADP 411 or Wendell at 389. God, it was so bad for Hunter Dozier last year. We Both of yep. you and I kept being like, yep, yep, I'm putting a fab in for Dozier. It's time. It's time. Um, Joey Wendell had a nice season, but I just don't know where he's going to give you enough in the five categories. Dozier, I, I got to believe there's some type of bounce back, and the guy has 25 to 30 home run potential. Uh, I, I'm probably going Dozier over Wendell here. Marty misses you, dearie. So there it is. I miss, I miss you, Marty. I miss you, buddy. I miss that beautiful beer. I miss you, buddy. (laughs) 
Yeah, this is baby. Uh, Dozier, man, the Dozier-aholics are hardcore. I was one of them, so I know what you guys went through last year. Trust me, I knew. Let's go to outfield for the last call here. 380p or higher. Our man Woody was the one who inspired this segment, and it's a very, very surface surface offering. We admit we're not deep diving here. We admit that freely. Rafael Ortega had a great second half. It kind of came out of nowhere and blew up for the Cubs last year in the second half, Deary. He's mm-hmm. at 320 ADP, 320. Or Kyler Naquin of the Reds. Now, he tailed off at certain points, but there was a period of time where Taylor Naquin was roasting the ball and was a legitimate part of that Reds lineup who have opened up opportunities for him to possibly play every day now. Yeah, he had like a really crazy stretch, like a three-week stretch where I think he hit like 12 home runs in like three weeks, and he was like one of the top fantasy yeah, players. Um, does it seem like Ortega is going to be the starting center fielder in Chicago after they've completely blown everything up here? Well, that's the thing. They signed Marcus Stroman, though. Like, what are they doing? What's going on there? I don't know. I don't know if we know what they're up to. Yeah, it's weird. Why was Stroman signed there? Yeah, they signed Clint Frazier to a one-year minor league contract. I mean, Jason Hayward, you still have out in right field. Ortega's 30 years old. I was just looking this up earlier today. He's 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, he's like Adalas <laughs> Garcia coming up out on, you know, later in life. Oh, he's going to be a fun one to talk about when we start talking about ADPs. But the Cubs, the Cubs have a bunch of guys who just showed up last year with Rafael Ortega, Frank Schwindel, Patrick Wisdom. All of these guys are like, whoa, hey. They're 27 or older, and they just contributed. <laughs> Patrick Wisdom is 40% strikeout rate. Yeah, it's weird. And it's still really kind of bizarre. bizarre. It's bizarre, I mean, man. It's very I mean, bizarre. Tyler Naquin's 30 years old as well. That's, the Cubs are a strange situation. Last year. Carmen Arana, where are you? I need more Cubs talk. Sarah Sanchez, we need you. We need your guys' Cubs input. All right, well, that's it. We got to go. I got to go now. I got to do this weird-ass draft for PitchCon where we're going back and forth, alternating picks with someone we don't even know. So I'll leave you guys on this note from the man himself, the shrimp boat captain, who I call Boatlock, but his name is Graham Blakelock. (laughs) Willie Calhoun, Nick Senzel, Clint Frazier, Aaron Hicks. Who you got in the infirmary unit? Which one of those four players do you like the most, Deary, quickly? I still probably got to believe in Nick Senzel. uh, Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. (sighs) You'll regret it. Trust me. You'll regret it. Out of these four, I'm going to go with Nick Senzel. All right. Well, I'm just trying to talk you out of the nonsense because I went through hell with that for the final time last year. I'm done with the Senzel chaos. (laughs) So did I. It was Senzel and Solek. Then you know. (laughs) I mean, Willie Uh, Calhoun, it's always just been playing time and health with him. Uh, Aaron Hicks. God, I'm... uh, it's going to be real fun diving into the Yankees because it's just like completely confusing. Remember Clint Frazier last year? We're talking about he was going to lead the Yankees in home runs. That was like one of the wildest <laughs> things that we ever talked about. And then he ended up having shine like a, or ride the pine. Then he ended up having like a 30% <laughs> strikeout rate. Now he signed a minor league deal with the Cubs. It's like, Jesus, this guy was a former first round pick. I think he was like fifth overall. We're idiots. Fucking idiots on this show. Wow. Good call, dearie. It's a doozy. Uh, Graham says, love y'all. We love you too, Graham. Uh, Rock says, ass drafts. All right. I love an ass draft. Real quickly, Marty Tallman, any read on Yoshi Tusuko, ADP 355. Uh, He was good for a month there at the end. Showed some power, a lot of power on the Pirates and the Pirates clean house. There's playing opportunities. They got youngsters. They might need him. Who the hell knows? He could be a platoon. I would... 
Uh, it's a little too high. I feel like his ADP should be 450 or lower. Yoshi, good uh, Mario Kart character. He's quick. Yoshi! Oh, yeah. That's mom's that's, dog, that's, too. That's your mom's yeah. dog, yeah. <laughs> Woodman says, great job, gentlemen. Thank you. Hey, Woody, it wasn't that great. We could have done more for you, but we gave you a little bit of something, something there. So there I, it I is. Got, I, got some more, I got some more names. We'll check in on them next week because I know you got to go. Or follow Chris Deary at cdeary1999. You can tweet at him. He'll answer your questions. He's going to be DMing with Robbie Baseball and some tender moments coming up. But in the meantime, thank you guys. It's great to be back. It's great to be with Deary. We love talking baseball. We love doing the show. I'm the bozo. He's the even keel dude. It's such a great combo. We really are grateful of how far we've come. Man, this is year three. Year three of this fucking show that we conceived in a apartment dining room, I guess, essentially. So <laughs> Yeah, so much has changed since then. It has. All the people we've met, all the people that are in the live stream. I mean, the, the live stream is off the hook now. The chat is massive, so shit. Love it. Thank you all so much. Follow us. You know the drill. Two L's, two Utah. Z's. Give me two. And we'll be back with another show next week. We'll be gearing up. If we get more news about more baseball, we'll get more motivated. But we're not doing what we did last year with the huge slew of like 30 guests in two months. We're not doing that this year. So we're going to get more of just us two. Sorry. I dig it. All right. Everybody, great to see you all. Thank you so much for the support. And we'll see you down the trail. Right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side.